This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, welcome to another episode of Alela Rouge. Joining me today are Accrington Stanley manager John Coleman and big Liverpool fan, regular guest Keith Colvin, and the Echo's own utility man who is comfortable on any podcast, Dan Kay. The James Milner of podcasts. Wow. Always professional. That's a good accolade. Always then. reliable. Dan. I think I might just retire after that, Keith. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, since our last podcast, we've beaten Spurs and Southampton in the league with late winners. And we're still top of the league on 82, 82 points. So it's not bad for the team of bottlers, is it, John? Well, you've only got to look at the records, you know, over the last... 15 or so games and uh, I think we've took more points than City 15 or 18 games so yeah, um, you know there's, I, I firmly believe we'll win it and I firmly believe we'll win it by more than one point yeah. and we'll win it comfortably yeah that's confidence for you yeah. well I, I can't see Liverpool losing another game No, uh, well not not winning yeah. another game I think yeah, they'll yeah. win the, yeah, yeah. the remaining and I don't think City will yeah yeah I, I, I agree with John I've said since Christmas for whatever reason you know whether it's just a bit of blind faith or whatever that we'd win the league and I haven't changed my mind to be honest and I think yeah. you know the way we played and ground results else, I think that just typifies the way we are and quietly confident uh, yeah I, you know you don't want to shout your mouth off and do this that and the other but no yeah. I, I agree with John I think we'll win all our games well we've had games yeah. in the past I mean, we've, had, we've had a couple of early seasons haven't we in the last yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. seven or eight years and them games against Southampton, they were the games that yeah, we drew yeah, or got beat yeah, yeah. you know the, the Fulham game they were the games we yeah. drew or got beat and we're finding a way to win. And yeah, when you yeah. find a way to win, you believe that no matter what happens, you're going to find a way to win. Yeah, and yeah. it's a great zone to get into. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's it's a fantastic thing that we've been able to do that to the, the couple of draws that we had against West Ham and Evan, yeah. where we sort of not ran out of ideas, but we sort of we didn't get it. We didn't we didn't win. But since then, we've come up against mm. teams where, as you quite rightly say, even this season we drew against, yeah. and we've seen, found a way to win, which is brilliant. Yeah. No, I mean, that's all. James Milner, I mean, Dan Kay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to go against the grain and say no City are going to win, am I? Um, I, I will go slightly different. I, I, as made up as I am with how we're doing, I do. it wouldn't surprise me if we drew one. Yeah. But to be honest, I can see, and obviously for, for us to still to win it, then City would have to not take maximum points in, in two games. But to be honest, I can see that happening. The, um, they've had a very, very manageable, some might say easy set of games over the last six to eight weeks, City. Yeah. And what was quite telling to me was on Tuesday night, the first kind of real time they were put under pressure by quality opposition yeah, and they got beaten yeah. and, and didn't even score a goal. Yeah, yeah, now, you'd yeah. be a fool to write them off and say they're finished. I'm certainly not doing that. <clears throat> Going back to the Southampton game, obviously the last three games now, we've looked into the abyss with 15, 20 minutes to go yeah. and, and it's we've not been winning and it's all going to kind of come apart Unravel, now, yeah. Fulham and Tottenham we found a way to win and got it over the line but it was arguably you know, there was a little bit of luck involved a bit sketchy a penalty mm. and an own goal the difference for me on Friday night at Southampton was in that last 10 minutes the, the authority and the quality yeah. that you expect to see from potential champions was there yeah. the, you know, the second and third goals were a massive shot in the arm I think not just the fact we won but the way we won Yeah. well I, I, against Fulham and Tottenham I wasn't that confident that we get a late winner, you know. But against Southampton, when we equalised, I just thought, we're going to win this game. And I think Southampton thought that. Mm. By looking at their players, they thought that. And it's 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 one of those situations where I was uh, watching it and people going, oh, you know, you know, they're going to get a they're going to get an equaliser, and then uh, you know, I was thinking, no, we've got the best defence in the Premier yeah. League. It's not like 
2013 14, mm. where we're hemorrhaging goals. We have got a fantastic defence, you know. I mean, mm. was that were they your thoughts, John? Yeah, I, I thought the second half performance, I thought, you know, I've been a little bit critical of, of Jürgen in the day past about his uh, substitutions. And I, I know that's absolutely farcical because I get absolutely abused by our fans <laughs> for not making subs or the subs I make. So, but I, I just don't think he's quite got them right. I, I don't think his timing's been right. I don't think the, his choice of subs has been right. Um, but against Southampton, it was definitely a game changer, mm -hmm. and that, that one was the game. On, um, you know, he, he identified two players that were having a, a struggling time, and, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. things were breaking down around in and around him. And you know, I think I think the runner went off uh, Genie for the first goal. So yeah. Uh, yeah. to make them changes and be bold, because you wouldn't you wouldn't think that taking an attacking fullback off that. Trent is and replacing him with James Milner would make the difference it did but it did mm -hmm. yeah. and someone not, mentioned it was like the grown ups coming on <laughs> yeah. yeah well yeah. yeah you know I think it might have been another podcast but that's what it felt like yeah it? yeah, uh, absolutely and you know um, Jordan Anderson much maligned by people up and down the country but yourself included <laughs> no no not at all I, the reason why I like Jordan Anderson is because there's yeah, little surprises from little surprises where he doesn't play Particularly yeah. well, you know, he, he very rarely has a as a nightmare, does he? You know, no, he, he's seven or eight out of ten. And he, but yeah. I, what I thought, sorry, John, I thought against Southampton, obviously he played in front of um, Fabinho, mm -hmm. so he had the like license, whatever you want to call, it, to be a little bit more adventurous in his yeah. play, and he got the goal because of it. And and we'll go on to Porto in a minute, but against Porto, we that's that ball he put through for Tanzano was a fantastic mm -hmm. ball, yeah, yeah. And you know, he, he does do that. But he doesn't get enough credit for well, it. He was yeah. playing further forward. Further forward, wasn't he? Because you know, Fabinho sitting there, he's got, he's got. The well, yeah, to play he said he went forward. into. He, he said he went into Seaclop and said, "Look, I'd prefer instead of playing a number six, you know, the defensive midfielder, I want to play further forward." And, uh, As an eight, you mean? As <laughs> <laughs> <Number> well. <laughs> but I mean, no, I tell you what. Do you think game? that? I mean, that's supposed to be reported in the press. Yeah. I mean. Do you see that as the well, reality? He, he can get about the pitch, you know. Obviously, I think the the Achilles thing set him back a bit, um, but he, he can certainly get about the pitch. He's got a great heart as well, you know. He's got a great passion. Mm. I don't you think, see that. I don't you? think there's a Liverpool player who wants to win the league as much as he does, mm. you know. And I, I've I've said time and time again. I think that everyone went on about the crucial time we didn't win it last time was Steven Gerrard slip. I still think his suspension, yeah, yeah, his suspension yeah. was, 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 was yeah. crucial. And but going back to the Southampton game, you know that I am not the biggest Bobby fan, but <laughs> I, I thought he was exceptional. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was comfortably man of the match for Liverpool. I thought yeah. everything he did, he, he, he had a touch of class about him. He, mm. he held the play mm. up well. His link-up play was good. His passing was good. It was a responsible mm. performance, and mm. defensively, you know, he made. Some, some great, some great interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I thought that was a great game by him. Do you listen to the uh, podcast Anfield Analytical? No, just listen to a yeah, bit of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, about the heat maps and all that, you mm. know. But they were saying that, you know, it was an adventurous formation against Southampton, wasn't it? Uh, but maybe too attacking, you know. And well, that's why you needed to bring uh, Milner on and Henderson just to steady the ship a little mm. bit. Because um, they were talking about some stats about uh, PPDA. Uh, do you know what that means? Dan, come on, James Milner, come on. Something kind of like from a defensive... Yeah, yeah. How many passes you'd allowed before the opposition put you under real pressure yeah. either making a tackle? And like Southampton had in the first half, with a, you know, it was very high. Liverpool weren't allowed mm. many passes. And he said it fell off a cliff in the second <laughs> half. I mean, and I was saying, 
these can't keep this up. No. There's no way they can keep this up. <clears throat> it was always going to be a tough game though because they are <clears throat> they are one of the form teams in the league yeah. Yeah. this calendar year. I think I think for the league table of results since the start of 2019, I think they were fifth going into Friday's game. So yeah, you know, a lot of Liverpool fans will always kind of think Southampton they're the kind of team that we should just roll over. Yeah, yeah. No questions. After, He's got them organised. They've already yeah. you know, they've beaten Tottenham. Got I think both blame. Tottenham and Arsenal, and Arsenal yeah. at home since this new Hassan Hootle manager come in. <laughs> So, Hassan Hootle, <laughs> is that his name? I think so, yeah. So, near, near us, damn it. Um, so, particularly having gone, a goal, having gone a goal down, and the, the 10, 15 minutes after we conceded, we, we really did look quite shaky, and you just kind of thought, if this goes to 2-0, it might be a long road back mm. for us. But mm. it just, I see a few people saying after the game, you couldn't really have picked, you couldn't really have chosen three more perfect scorers for us that night. Kaita yeah, yeah, getting yeah. his first goal fine yeah. after his 50 million transfer. Yeah. Mo Salah... Obviously, after what eight nine games without a goal, and not just the goal, but the the manner, yeah, you know, that was a, that was a messy s goal. Mm. Yeah. And then Henderson, who you know the much maligned Henderson, who he's very much marmite amongst Liverpool supporters. Some yeah. love, some hate him, but I think he had to have had a very hard. How can you hate a Liverpool player? Well, I, mean, I, 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 I can't tell you. Well, I, 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 I even seen people after Friday go, no, he's, he's, he scored the goal, but he's still crap, still don't want him anywhere near the team. So, some people... Well, that's well, the, that's the, the social media. Going back to Sammy Lee. And, yeah. Ronnie Whelan. You know, Phil Neal. Phil Neal was with him for a while. Some people are like, well, I've, I've taken my position on this player now, so if I change, it's a sign of weakness. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. it's pathetic, but particularly in the area of social media, it, it just seems to have been massively enhanced that. And um, it, 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 like I say, to me, it was... It wasn't just that we won, it was the way that we won. And it just felt like it gave everyone yeah. a big shot in the arm. You know, yeah. the, um, and obviously it, it, it thankfully carried on into a decent result yeah. on, on Tuesday. How many people do you reckon shouted, play him in, play him in, when, when Salah was running oh, the ball? Every man on his top. <laughs> but when every, he was asked, every when he was asked, when he after the game, did, did, did you think about pass? And he said straight away, not at all. because he's not, got earplugs in, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you know, he's a striker, he's going to shoot. You know, how many times in the last games that he hasn't scored, yeah. he's been in positions where, again, he's just yeah. said pass, but he's sucked a chance. It's a fantastic goal for me all round I mean it's an unbelievable tackle by Manny in the edge of the box I thought he had it by Henderson by Henderson as well yeah. yeah so so you've got that yeah. then you've got the overlap and run creates the space for the yeah. shot so you know that, that's yeah. he's got to get up alongside him and get past yeah. him to, to make that run to give him the, the finish as well though you know, it's he just passes it into the net yeah. 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 great finish yeah it was great to see you know and that put us on 82 points and do you realise 82 points would have won us the league in many seasons, yep. I think six or seven seasons. What did Leicester win? Eighty-one. Yeah. But I think they clinched it with seventy something. Yeah, when uh, United won the treble, I think they won it on seventy-nine points. 96. So it just shows you how you know, like Man City are unbelievable. Yeah. But the very fact that we're you know top of the league now with five games to go is just unbelievable. Isn't well, it, the, the thing I can't get my head around is how, how City are still favourites with the bookies to win the league because if you think about the, the running and you, and you just look at the percentages and that. City have lost four games this season. Liverpool yeah. have lost one. Yeah. So what makes you think that they're going to lose it Another two an, a, anymore? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and there's every chance that City can. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't understand why City. I understand it because obviously they've done it, been there and done it in the past, haven't they? Hmm. So that's what certain people say. That's what you need. And that's what you, as experienced, it does stand you in good stead. But Liverpool yeah. have got some good experienced players now. They have, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They've been to, you know, they went to the Cup final, European Cup final last year. He felt how bad that was to lose that. Mm. So it drives them on. And I mm. think Liverpool are in a great position now. I really do. Mm. So 
Um, we the Porto game on Tuesday. It was like I mean, everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, that's the team you want," and we, we all, you know, we were made up and it mm. come up to draw. But I think there's only four players who started for Porto who started last year, yeah. you know. And um, but but mm. if Malaga, you know, he he's, he looks yeah. a decent player, yeah. but. How many sisters did he? If he'd put one of them away, he might chances. be in a different game. But I don't think Liverpool ever got out of second gear on, no. uh, on Tuesday. I mean, I was I was really pleased with the midfield he picked. That was the midfield I wanted to see for that game. Yeah. Not necessarily for every game going forward, but I, you know, big Ginny Wijnaldum fan. But he's looked a bit leggy in the last yeah, couple yeah, of yeah, I think yeah, He definitely right. needed a rest. I thought you know Fabinho has to be in the team at the moment because he really is the linchpin in front of the defence. And Henderson and Kaiser, I wanted to see them kind of build on what they did against Southampton. Yeah. And I think it was, it's, it struck to me kind of like, it was a very professional grown-up performance. They got the couple of goals early on and almost said, two, you know, 2-0 is, is a decent advantage for us. If you want to, if you really want to go for this away goal and leave us some space to get another, then go for it. But we're not going to overexert ourselves because we've got, obviously got bigger games to come. And yeah, uh, yeah in, a, in a two-legged game and you're at home first, any win to nil, yeah, yeah, is is acceptable. Everyone isn't would be it? happy so, with that. I mean, I didn't want it to be. Should have had a couple more. But. I honestly, didn't want it to be three or four nil, because when we go to Portal next week, it just we might have gone the game. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Liverpool will be confident to score there, no matter what. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I know, I know you're saying that only four players from last year played, but they still got the the experience of us putting five past mm. them last year. Yeah, yeah. They'll be very wary. Psychologically, it'll be like a Munich game. Munich were very wary yeah. for the first half, weren't they? And then as soon as they sort of come yeah. out the shell a little bit. That was the end of it. I just, um, I don't get the way you hear all the pundits. And if you'd have been listening to people talking about the Champions League four, five, six weeks ago, it was a flip who went in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They never even got mentioned as being in it. It was all Man United City and Tottenham. Liverpool never got mentioned. And I said, I said, I would not be surprised if Liverpool do the double this year, Mm. win both of them. Why not? No one has won to play Liverpool. Still in them, aren't we? You know, and by our performances lately, and you're quite justified saying that. Mm. You know, with the form side in the league, as you said, mm. we've lost one game all season. Mm. Yeah. We've lost a couple in, in cup competitions, fair yeah. enough, but we've lost <clears> one game all season. So why shouldn't we be favourites? Mm. And, and what I'm hoping as well is that, you know, as fantastic as last season was, that, that run all the way to Kiev, obviously it ended in disappointment. And I've had this sense and this hope all season that that... that that pain and disappointment from last season that they're using and channeling that and as, as we get into the final weeks of this season mm. I hope it's you know, I hope Klopp reminds them you know, you've done brilliantly well to, to repeat what you're doing you don't want to be feeling like you did on the morning of the 27th well, imagine going into the European Cup final or what the Champions League as they call it and new money um, imagine going in being a Champions League champ, yeah. yeah. now how much pressure would that take off you going into that game yeah. You could see yeah, them yeah, really having yeah. a, a fun day, couldn't you? you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know the games Especially we got coming City. up, <laughs> which is <laughs> quite possible. Well, quite possible. Yeah. But the games we got coming up in the league, you know, Chelsea on Sunday. Obviously, we'll get onto that. I suppose yeah. later on. But you know, they're all winnable quite easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be overconfident in that. But Liverpool have got the bit between the seat now, and I think. Yeah. I did I go back to what we said before. I can't see Liverpool dropping points. I know Dan seems to be made, and you got some some sense in that. I understand that, but Liverpool now. I've got the bit between the teeth and I don't think anyone's going to beat them. Mm. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I'm pretty confident as well. I mean, we looking at the Chelsea game on Sunday, um, you know, th- we haven't beaten Chelsea for a while, have we, at Anfield? Six, yeah. it, the, the last time we beat them at Anfield was just after the beats in the cup final, yeah, May 2012. Yeah, yeah. but it's, 
it's a very different team now, I think. And you know, I think we were talking before they've got their eye on uh, the Europa League, League and yeah. mm. um, I think Sarri's a different type of manager that we've we, we've uh, met in the past. You know, I think he he I don't think he knows how to defend as a manager. I don't think he does, and I think that'll play into our hands and because they they will try and attack. You know, they've looked to me they've looked vulnerable away from home all season. Yeah. You know, I mean, ironically, they are the only team to win at Anfield all season. But that was in the League Cup, and obviously yeah, they had yeah, a yeah. scratch team out. <clears throat> but yeah, they obviously got battered six 0 at City. Did you watch them against West Ham? West Ham second uh, half particularly yeah, a few yeah. times you know and you mm. think you know if, if West Ham can do it just imagine what Liverpool I can mean do. they've arguably got the best player in the league or certainly you know, someone who's in that very very top bracket in Hazard and obviously he scored two goals on Monday and looks to be bang in form but I think we've got to remember we're 16 points clear of them mm. and you know Hazard can cause any team in the world problems but so can we. And he's I think they've got player. a lot more to worry yeah. about. Than he's a fantastic player, but does he honestly believe he's a Chelsea player? I think he no. believes he's a Real Madrid player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Sarri's comments after the game. Oh. When the bullets in the gun and when the chips are down, he'll, he'll revert back to thinking, I'm a Real Madrid player. I don't want to get injured here. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, you know if, you, if you had the Graham Sooners in the team, <laughs> you could guarantee <laughs> one thing, couldn't you? In the first few minutes, <laughs> that tackle will be Crunch. flying in, you know. I'm not sure we've got that type of player at the moment, but you never know. Fabinho could put a, you know, a tackle. He likes a tackle. But it's whether, you know, I think if Chelsea, they're playing tonight, aren't they? If, you know, if they get a, a bit of a dodgy result one way or the other, you know, if they, if they win comfortably, they might rest them. If they get a dodgy, if they get a draw or a defeat, they'll certainly rest them, I think, because that's, yeah. the, that's what they're going for. That's mm. their guarantee. If they win the Europa League, it's a to get back in the Champions League. Yeah, they yeah. can't guarantee it through the league. Seems to have turned it round, Sarri, hasn't he? You know, because there was a lot of cause for him to go. I quite like him, to be honest, and I quite like the way they play. You know what? I agree with you. I don't think they defend anywhere near like they should do. But when they get it right going forward, they are actually exciting to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, apart from Hazard, I mean, William. It depends if William's going to play. I mean, I've got some good players. Yeah, yeah. Got a diamond. Got a diamond called Osbach. What's that? Got a diamond called Osbach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he actually plays quite well for them, doesn't he? If you watch watch him play, himself for the England team, aren't he? This year. No, now he's joined a decent team. He's shining a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't have the oh Barkley from the glasses. Cushions hitting them left, right, and centre. But I think the game against Chelsea. City's game would be prior to it will have a burden on the atmosphere obviously mm. you know if they if they happen to drop points against Palace the place would be bouncing more mm. and I think Chelsea will just steam all because yeah, yeah. that'll that'll then give us the impetus then won't it you know what I mean and I, you know obviously if they win City I think the atmosphere would be great anyway but if they that's, drop that's points that's a midday kick-off City isn't it is, mm. or two like, I think it yeah, well yeah. It, 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 it's mad that so five years ago it, 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 I think part of the thing that worries me what I said before kind of I can see is maybe dropping points in one league game it's 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 one of the quirks of fate. The way these fixtures are panned out, it's it's two weeks short of five years this weekend that Chelsea came to Anfield when we were four games short of winning the title. Oh, why do you have to remind oh, us of that, James Milner? <laughs> That's not no, 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 no. But there's a twist to it, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Hear me out. If you remember that day, that we were the early game, and then the game straight after was literally within half an hour was Manchester City away to Crystal Palace, who oh, obviously right, were yeah. boosted massively <clears throat> by our defeats. We're turning up at half time and won comfortably. Mm. Now, as soon as the TV games were announced six weeks ago, whatever it was, we were all looking at each other and going, "That's mad that that it's it's basically yeah. flipped around." The computers from the, come out, with flipped that, around yeah. from the other day, and it almost feels kind of like I mean, certainly for my generation who I've not 
seen us lift the title in person. I, I started going regularly in 91. So my kind of whole adolescence and adulthood really has been... Disappointment. Well, <laughs> relative disappointment, John. You know what I mean? yeah. We see us with the European Cup and everything else, bar the league. Yeah. But it, obviously that, it's, <clears> it, <throat> it, it still hurts what happened five years ago. And it feels almost like this weekend could be like almost like an exorcism. You know, I think if we get through this, I think psychologically, I think it'll give us a massive boost. Because mm. of, you know, on paper, it's certainly the hardest of the, the final five league games. Yeah. I, I think... We're putting pressure on City now, and I think it's starting to tell them. Mm. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And I, I think I, sooner or later they'll, they'll drop. I've said for weeks they're trying to sleepwalk the way through yeah, to the title. Yeah. 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 I thought you were poor against um, Brighton on Saturday, and yeah. in the, I Same thought time. in Brighton, yeah. if Posh, if if I had the Wolves or Watford would have played City, mm. I think they would have beat them or mm. give them a better mm. game. Obviously, what Brighton done. Well, you, you look so at you look at City's fixtures, and like everyone's more or less rolled over, haven't mm. they? Yeah. Mm. The, the last hard game they really mm. had was against us in January, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, if you look at the fixtures, yeah, right at the start, most, well. most teams are like they just, well, just sit back and I'm admire just, their passing, don't they? That's what it tends to happen. The very fact that Tottenham beat them um, um, on, Tuesday. On, on Wednesday, uh, on Tuesday, Tuesday sorry, nice, uh, the very fact that it, you know, it might, it might be a chink in the armour, might mm. you know, it might be, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, it will be, you know. John, have you, have you I, I, um, I think you know that. They've got that, that three-hour games happening against Tottenham. And, you know, we're all craving a draw for, for Tottenham to get a draw in the league game. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham don't go there and win. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I, I I personally think City City are putting everything into winning the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my own opinion. Yeah, yeah. And they're obviously now being a goal down from the first leg with no away goal. They're going to absolutely have to give it full throttle in the second leg, which yeah. is on... The Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. And then I think so. The league game against Tottenham is only three or four days later. Yeah. And even if you know, I'd personally, I'd still probably just about expect them to get through, particularly with Tottenham missing Harry Kane. But you're right about the Champions League, and they will go hell for leather for it. But they done it against us last year. We were one nil down after about yeah. a minute. Mm. But we steadied the ship, and they, they bottled it because mm. they can't. I, I, you're right. I think they are. I think the owners and the club itself yeah. are desperate to win. Yeah, the there's massive pressure on them to do so. That. There's massive pressure on them. <clears throat> They've won mm. the league, they've won everything else. So, But I think when the pressure mounts on them in the European Cup, I think they will. Mm. I think I, th- I can see City knocking them out. They pro- possibly won't, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Because mm. I think they'll empty. They're ready to implode City. I mm. think seeing, seeing some of it on Saturday, uh, you know, like Sevier Walker having a bit of a moment to the mm. referee, you know, he was lucky not to stay on. You know, it was a bit silly what he'd done, didn't he? He had to get sent off for it. But they're all starting to bicker a little bit mm. now. I think it's starting to get to them a bit. Mares were wearing gloves at the start of the game on Tuesday night in April. I seen that straight away and thought. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So it's interesting you talk about um, Bobby Firmino before, John. He's um, he scored seven goals in his last six Premier League home matches for Liverpool. However, he has failed to score against Chelsea. Uh, haven't faced them five times. Mm. So do you think that type of stat would well, be saying get your money the next on Bobby? The best ones are breaking. No, I, I think uh, these ones where you have a run against, not scoring against teams, you'd be surprised that when it changes, it changes dramatically. So mm. if he gets ones, don't be surprised if he gets two or three. Yeah. So you're you heard the real first get your money <coughs> on Bobby for me. We'll be hearing no, that song. You know, I, I'm like a student of his form to be honest and. I'm very critical when he gives the ball away willy-nilly and he, he doesn't look the part. 
And the other night was a very, very responsible performance. I thought he was our best player. You know, he led the line really well. He was the... Well, Mane is always a constant threat, but the, the ball going up to the feet, you know, Salah was losing it quite a lot, but he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, he looked strong. His, his passing was good. The actual play for the third goal is fantastic. You know, it's yeah, it's great the, energy. The way you coming and out, and then down mm. the line. Great mm. run to lose yeah. his man. Get the, get the ball, then the awareness to pick it out, and then it's perfect passing. When he can pull into someone who hasn't got a break start to put in the net, uh, that was a, that was a really really good goal. I don't think I don't think the goal actually got the credit it deserved no. actually for how good a goal it was. Mm. Yeah, because of the one that could score before by yeah. Salah, one that sorted yeah. out Shione. Yeah. But you're right, technically it was a yeah. brilliant goal, wasn't it? The pass. I thought Matt about the good game myself. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was our best defender. Yeah. I thought. He, I think he'll play on Sunday. I think. I think he's played yeah, Lovren there because he's giving him a bit, him of, a bit of game time, you know. But it's Porto. But I think Matt will start because he hasn't. He hasn't done much wrong. No, it's an interesting one, isn't it? We've been out of a few discussions in the office over the last couple of days, yeah. and I'd say the people I've spoken to, it's fifty-fifty. I mean, personally, I would. I think Gomez ideally. You know, if, if he hadn't broken his leg, I think he would have been Van Dyke's partner for most of the season. Yeah, I think I, I you know, in a, in a in a fair fight, I'd probably just pick Lovren over Matip. But for you know, Sunday, yeah. Well, just in general. Yeah, yeah. But having seen how, how what Matip's contributed this year, having come into the team and played virtually every game since Christmas, yeah, and barely barely really, put, he still likes to go on his mad little mazy dribbles up the yeah, field. Yeah, one, one, one of the big differences. One of the big differences in the last six or seven weeks with Matip. Making them breaks yeah, into midfield. I like I like centre halves breaking out. Yeah. We all used to love Anton doing it to me. But when you break the line as a centre half, then you're creating an overload. Whatever way you look yeah. at it, there's yeah. an overload. Someone, someone has to come to you. Mm-hmm. Now, six weeks ago in the games where we're drawing the games against West Ham and drawing the games at home to Leicester, Leicester, Leicester yeah. he was making them breaks through. Turning them around and passing it back to, yeah. to Van Dijk. Yeah. He didn't have the confidence to try and pick a forward pass. <clears throat> all of a sudden now he is. And even if it's a semi sideways pass, or you know, just a, a little dive that pass, way. As long as the he's yeah. this up or, space, or, or yeah. keeping the ball in, into the area that he's brought himself into by breaking the line. It's a more positive thing instead of going back to square one and having to start again. And, what, and he's, yeah. he's not doing that. That, that might have been directed at him. He might have been coached to do that. Mm. If you look at it, what, what happens with him as well is because he's bursting forward, the fellas that are marking the play, forward place, they're petrified to leave them alone. So he's getting forward further well, and further. Yeah. And yeah. Once, once you break the line, once you break the line, someone has to come to you. Yeah. And, it, and you know, we go, we go through this a lot because a lot of teams in our league play three in midfield and we like to try and play 4-4-1-1. Four, four, one, one. So, if our one behind the striker doesn't help out, yeah. we can get overrun a little bit. And we're conscious of the fact that if someone breaks the lines, a, a defender, it's one of our midfielders who has to go and close them down. Yeah. And they that means they have to leave someone. Yeah. Now, you know, if you're leaving the likes of Kated or you're leaving the likes of Manny dropping into a pocket and getting the ball yeah, in so their well. final third, running at their back four, mm. you're making problems. And, yeah. and yeah. that, I think, I think it's been... It's being directed at him. I think he's been encouraged to be a bit more positive yeah. once he breaks the line because he's, yeah. he's been he's always been great breaking the line. Yeah. But it's one and then turn back, he sorts, he, yeah. sorts of panics. Yeah. And I think Liverpool Liverpool don't look anywhere near like the team that they are and the tempo that they play. When we're watching Matip and Van Dijk passing the ball back to each no. other, I think and I think that gets on annoys the fans. Mm. It, mm. it certainly lets teams drop off and say, well, well, you're not hitting us. Yeah. Mm. And Liverpool, down. when they play mm. with a high tempo, I know we go on about this gag and press, but I think when we play with a high tempo with the ball 
I know it's easy mm. to, to do it without the ball because mm. you, you can set three or four traps and then all follow each other in. But when you've got to increase the tempo with the ball, it's difficult to do because you, you've got to take some risks. Mm. Yeah. But I'm of the ilk that this Liverpool team, most teams they play against, they will get the ball back within 10 passes. So instead of having 40 passes to go forward, if you can do it in four, I'm not mean being a route one game, but mm. if you can be dynamic, you're going to get maybe... <laughs> 200, 300 percent more attacks, yeah. just by doing that. And I think we got the balance. You know, I know you're saying don't go to one, but we got Van Dijk who can pass the ball yeah. 60, 70 yards a pinpoint mm. pass yeah. in a matter of seconds. So you mm. got the balance to do both, haven't you? Yeah. And yeah. that's what that, yeah. you know. How many times he passed it to Robinson or uh, Trent on the, mm. the way? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to go on to now. Um, Robertson and Trent seem to have this competition on assists, yeah. don't assists, they? Yeah. Nine, I think, eight now after. after I think. Uh, Robertson's got nine assists and Sen's got seven. Now it's, they're, no, probably, it's, it's, they're probably joking. After no, they're probably yeah. joking between themselves. Like, but uh, no, we're talking about the Premier League. Oh, the Premier League. Uh, Sorry. So they're probably joking between themselves. But if you if you have them bombing on, and there's been a lot of discussion on the podcast about this, mm. uh, the midfield has got to be more solid. And that's uh, why he's been picking this midfield that people Milner don't like. and Henderson. Now, do you think he'll go for that again on Sunday, or do you think he'll? I think Fabinho plays on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Fabinho plays, yeah. 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 Now, I, I, I think, well, arguably our best performance of this season was the Arsenal game, wasn't it? You know, yeah. when, home, home, yeah. Yeah, five, when we absolutely demolished them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, the the freshness that he plays, the, the intensity that he plays, why would you not want to try and keep mm. that up? Yeah, but I think the arguments on the podcast and on the Analyzing Anfield is that that midfield of Henderson, Milner and Wijnaldum's trustworthy, that they stick solid and you have Trent and Robertson bombing down. Yeah, but you don't do that with Fabinho so, in the team. You know, Fabinho just... Well, Fabinho played against Arsenal, didn't Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. The, the opportunity and the option still there, Fabinho. I, I think, yeah, I know, think Henderson of, starts though as well, don't yeah, you? So Fabinho, Henderson. No, yeah. We spoke about before about Fabinho giving the licence to Henderson to get forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Seemed, the fruits of that that might be the way he goes with it because Fabinho has done nothing wrong and you know for me he's been playing well that's the only point of contention isn't it the midfield on Sunday yeah. really or who he's going to pick the, and what. the thought did occur to me because I've been thinking about this quite a bit over the last couple of days <clears throat> I think in many ways I'd, I'd quite like to see the same midfield as Tuesday night because you've got Fabinho sitting there I, th- I saw a tweet from somebody the other day kind of like Fabinho Fabinho is locking is unlocking Henderson, who is unlocking Kaiser. Yeah, and have, yeah. I've, I've watched the, I've watched the game from, from Tuesday back, and particularly Kaiser. I maybe didn't notice it quite so much at the time. But I read I read something after the game. He won more tackles than anyone else on the pitch, and there was at least two or three times where he got on the ball, dropped his shoulder, yeah. and played really good balls into yeah, space. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It, He's good at that. So I quite like to see him do that. At the same time. I think he, he would want James Milner on the pitch. And now, given the substitution that he made on Friday night at Southampton, I'm not saying I want this to happen because I'm a huge Trent fan, but it wouldn't surprise me if possibly he played Milner right back right. and played yeah. that and played that midfield and maybe had Trent on the bench. Now, I'm not saying that's ne- definitely the way I would go. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't rule that out. I wouldn't be unhappy with that. You wouldn't be unhappy with that. No, no, no. I think that that'll be a good lineup. Yeah. Particularly bearing in mind Hazard's likely to come from well, the left. That's what I was just going to say. I, th- I think it depends on how Liverpool deal. With the threat of Hazard, if you want to deal with it yeah. as, a, as a personal person on the pitch, or the other stuff, mm. like Van, Al- yeah. uh, Van Alden could follow and uh, Hazard mm. around the mm. pitch and, and ke- hopefully keep him quiet, but you're losing him now, aren't you? Mm. So mm. it depends mm. on how Liverpool look at the, the problem of Hazard and how they deal with it. Mm. If you feel like whoever's near them will pick him up, 
deal with so that there's a couple of votes for Milner there isn't there yeah, yeah at right back yeah I, I, yeah I like him, but I, yeah, I, I, like I love him as a But pro. you lose that attacking threat. You do, down, you do. Down and, down and obviously you've just pointed that out. I mean, that's unbelievable. Stats about 16 goals made by your two full-backs. Yeah, you know, and that's, you know Liverpool had got a bit bogged down in trying to play this tippy-tappy stuff. And that's that. most of them are crosses, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, so, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the cross for them... For Firmino was had to do today, you know, yeah. that's yeah, absolute, absolute quality. It's absolutely... You know what? Being a striker myself... You were striking, you, you, you never mention it. <laughs> you absolutely drool over them crosses because you know, as soon as the cross is coming in, you know you've scored. Yeah, you've got to angle your head. The, the cross has made the goal. All you've got to do is let it hit your head. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the, the pace is on the ball. All you've got to do just, is just really is really not fall over yeah. and, and you've scored. You know you're going to score. Yeah. Mm. Saw another uh, interesting stat, and these, these stats are available on the Premier League website. And you know, <laughs> when you start looking at them, you, you can't, the yeah, yeah, you, you can't <laughs> stop looking at them, but. Uh, mm. Liverpool um, have scored 71 goals inside the box, which is exactly the same as Man City, which you'd expect, wouldn't you? But from outside the box, uh, we've only scored four, and City have scored 12. Now, there tend to be free kicks in that. But if you look back a few years with Coutinho, yeah, well, we were top the of the outside yeah, the box. That's the difference. And Coutinho, yeah. you know, we were speaking about this today. You know, there was people saying, oh, Coutinho's making noises that it'd be his dream move to come back to Liverpool. Would you have him? And I said, true right, I would. Yeah. I would because it's the it's the, it's the, it's the creativity in midfield and it's the opportunity to score. I mean, we don't score many long-range goals, do we? No, no. The opportunity no, no. to score long, stats, to yeah. score long-range goals when teams have backed off you, backed off you and are letting you shoot from 30 yards. Mm, yeah. Well, honestly, can you see them letting Coutinho shoot very often from 30 no, yards? No. No. You know, but those stats prove the, the that style of Liverpool has changed. Well, that's the one criticism you have about our, our midfielders that we you do chip in with goals, but we don't. Not when, when the opportunities we have, we don't take the shots, no. and, and the opportunities lost, then we go mm. back and start again. And you know, I always say if you shoot and it goes over the bar, they can't they can't come back and score against yeah. you, can they? Mm. If, if you lose the ball by messing around with the midfielders, then mm. you could be in the back of your net before I, you know. Yeah. My, my philosophy is you should shoot if you believe you can score. Yeah. Now Liverpool players get into opportunities because teams are petrified of them. Liverpool get into places where they can score yeah. and I think that they maybe just want one or two more passes. Yeah. And, you know, you, you see it yourself, you know, the, the the Tottenham goal, the first goal at the new stadium, you know, it, it was someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going wide, but it's got a deflection because he, he's had a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. he's had a shot from about 20 yards. It's got yeah, a deflection yeah. and gone in. Yeah. And, you know, I know we got the two against United. Um, but we don't really get many deflected goals. There's been times, yeah. I think, when we've tried to walk it into the net too much, too much. Well, those stats prove it, don't think we are trying to pass the ball. Sometimes you just want to see him put, put the put But the who's going to do that? Well, Oxley's well, going to do that from I the midfield. Yeah. Oxley's done it until he got injured on Forster. Yeah. He scored a yeah. couple of crackers against City and Roma. Well, Shakira's capable of doing it, but he's just not capable of getting on the pitch. That was bizarre the other night. I mean, I was thinking Shakira's going to come on with 15 minutes to go 10, and then he got warmed up a couple of times. And then, went to, and then he was going to bring him on in stoppage time. In stoppage time, and then he couldn't get him on because there was no no mm, breaking play like Shakiri. They had to go back. I don't know what he's done. I don't know what he's done. But you know, I wanted to see him on. Even for the big game on Sunday, you never know. He's, maybe he's going to break. Yeah, he's he's going to unleash him. Yeah. You know, because he's like a wound up uh, spring. You know. But another, um, stat, you know, lots of people saying how lucky Liverpool have been. Another stat I looked at on the Premier League side. Uh, do you think? John, do you think hitting the woodwork is unlucky? Um, 
I don't class it as a shot on target. I can't understand why people can ever think that hitting the woodwork is on target. Yeah, okay. But uh, do you think it's unlucky if you hit the woodwork? Um, it depends on where you've hit it from and how you've hit it. Yeah, okay. Dan? <laughs> and, well, we were discussing this before we started. In general, I have always, I have always thought of it as a decent effort on goal. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, technically, you could have a shot on target where someone's hit it from 30 yards, it's dribbled to the goal and he's thrown his hat on it. And yet, if someone cracks one and it hits the other side of the angle and comes out again, yeah. that to me is a closer, closer mm. to a goal than the previous one. Well, but it yeah. wouldn't technically well, the, be the, the reason why you can't define it on just on it, no, Woodsworth or not, Liverpool's chance against Man City that it's the post and you know nearly goes yeah. in. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what have you, and we don't score. And then Ronnie Rosenthal's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why you can't. You yeah, can't no, no, you can't Leslie for it. Keith, mm. would you say it in the woodwork's unlucky? No, I just think it's bad finishing. Michelle bad finishing. You said that Dep- before. Depending on, I was looking on, at the stats, and this you, is. Yeah, I was I looking at the stats, and uh, Liverpool. This is from the start of the Premier League. I've hit the woodwork uh, two hundred and forty-four times. The nearest pair. We're top. We're top. So we're the unluckiest team in Premier League history. We're top. Arsenal, the nearest. 213 times. Well, you could say we've got the so, worst finishes in the, in the league. That's the case. Well, we have this argument with Atkinson because we're in the top two, I think, for it in the woodwork. We've got three players in the top 20. Of it in the woodwork. Of it in the woodwork in our league. But we're also amongst the lowest goal scorers, so I don't think it's unlucky. I think it's bad finishing. John, are they, are they, are they strikers, by the way? Wingers. Wingers, yeah. I'm just surprised at that stat because everyone's saying how lucky we are. Whereas that stat would say maybe you're unlucky, you know, mm-hmm. Liverpool have been unlucky in, in, in years. And how many times you have to post this or the woodwork this season? Uh, it's not many actually. It's not as uh, this season it's seventeen. Seventeen. But that's that's mid table, I think. Yeah. You know, we're all on terms of I think City have been unlucky. If you look at their <laughs> if you look at their stats, they've hit the woodwork <laughs> quite a bit. But you expect that because they're always attacking. Well, I would suspect also in, in any game you've got to look at how many shots you have in general. You know, you could have mm-hmm. fifty shots. And if, and if 40 of them at the post or at the bar, you've got a problem, haven't you? Mm. <laughs> so we all seem fairly confident for the weekend, yeah? Um, well, it's a huge game. Yeah. yeah you know, we're, we're getting to the stage now where every game's massive. But yeah. you know, I think once we got to kind of like mid-March, early April, you were looking at the league games that were left and the two home games against Tottenham and Chelsea were the ones that stood out, I think. Mm. We obviously managed to get the three points against Tottenham just about. Chelsea, are, you know, obviously, on the face of it, are not as good as Tottenham. But they've kind of been a bit of a nemesis to us, haven't they, over the last yeah. 15, 15 or so years. And I think it's, it's almost like a psychological thing, I think, certainly for some of the supporters. You know, in terms of the players, Henderson's the only one that was around. It's time to change it, isn't it? Time well, to exactly. change it. Exactly. Isn't it, John? Time I, to change it. I think... It. Go for the jugular. What's gone on in the past has got no, absolutely no burden, and yeah. Jürgen Klopp will be hammering that home. Yeah. Liverpool are a better side than Chelsea. If both teams turn up with... Um, with the best fancy Sunday dress on, Liverpool win. Yeah, yeah end yeah. off. Keith, I'm just glad, I'm just happy that we're involved in this type of thing because mm. you know, up until like obviously what was it four or five years ago when we nearly won the league. You know, we've been not dreading the end of the season, but it's just been like a, mm. a damp squig, hasn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah. So for us to be in this situation, it's brilliant. So long may it continue, but I feel yeah. that we quite confidently beat Chelsea on Sunday. I think yeah, we've yeah. had our jealous since that the party's over moment. <laughs> <isn't we? Yeah. laughs> There's another big uh, event happening at the weekend. Keith, you're going. Uh, it's the um, it's the Sean Cox uh, Legends game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit? Well, yeah, about but, uh, that? obviously we're being invited over by uh, myself, Mono, and uh, Joe uh, from the SOS committee. 
uh, by the family really just to thank not just not obviously not the SOS to thank the Liverpool fans who've been fantastic in raising awareness and funds yeah. obviously for their for Sean's rehabilitation so yeah, yeah we're going over tomorrow and um, when is the match Saturday afternoon it's no it's Friday Friday, 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 Friday night, night, yeah. it's tomorrow night isn't it um, so we were a bit panicky because we obviously I was playing Chelsea on the Saturday at one stage, but now it's being moved to the Sunday. So, yeah, so you're all right. But, uh, but we'll there's a food, the food bank in the stood as well. There's a food bank, from yeah, the Liverpool and the yeah. food fans supporting food banks are being given free travel, I think, by one of the ferry companies. I can't remember who one of those now. So they're going over. Uh, so, they're so based outside Liverpool the main stand. food bank going yeah. over to Dublin, yeah. Yeah, and all, all food that's obviously collected is going to be distributed to uh, food banks in Dublin on at that whatever the day yeah. after or whatever. Uh, I think they're going to be situated outside the main stand, from what I'm led to believe. Yeah. So obviously, if anyone's listening to this and you were going the game, yeah, don't you know, bring any food. That'd be more than welcome, and obviously be greatly appreciated. Yeah, so it's yeah. a Liverpool legends team, and, a, and, a, and well, I think it's half half, you know. I think half the Liverpool team is half. Who's John Aldridge playing for? I think he's playing half <laughs> each. I've, I've, I've seen a program with you know, sort of like Whelan and obviously Donny Whelan and yeah, um, Machatier. Yeah, they've yeah, all got yeah. Liverpool Ireland kits on. So right. I'd assume at some stage they're going to play playing for both teams. But yeah. Liverpool have got a half decent side. Well, I've seen yeah. it. Did you see the uh, Sean Cox was on social media? Yeah. He's actually uh, given a message, hasn't he? He's actually given a message, thank you. And fantastic up, to you see, know. wonderful to see. But it was great to see that, you know, because mm. uh, he's made, obviously he still uh, needs constant care, yeah. but he's made massive progress, the fact that when he was in, in hospital. Well, I think, I think the idea is if he's medically up to it for him to go to the game tomorrow. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the yeah. intention. So it's, it's going yeah, down, yeah. But Obviously, that's going to be sort of played out on the day. So he's, if he's physically up to it, it'd be great if he's there. Yeah. You know, obviously, even if he's only there for a short amount of time, and if he can understand and respond to the to what's happening to him or with, for him, it'd be great. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's well, it's, know, an, it's another brilliant initiative. And yeah. like I think, you know, the, you know, the club, you, the club have done well. You yeah. know, I mean, obviously, they've took a lot of organising this. Yeah. Uh, but I just think Liverpool fans in general have been brilliant because. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's an old cliche thing to say, but that could have been any of us. Yeah. You know, well, that you was know, on the social media. media post. We sort of we walked up ten minutes after that. Didn't we? We That's did, where we walked to the game yeah, from. Yeah, we yeah. walked the game. Mm, yeah. We could have been caught up on that quite yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's a very easy thing to say, but that could have happened to yeah. anybody. That, you know well, on I mean? the social media post today on 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 Twitter, and that it was like people were saying. I am Sean Cox, aren't they? Yeah. It was fantastic yeah. the way they did it. You know, well, Liverpool people are renowned, aren't we, for looking after our own? And even if you know, and yeah, you know, Sean and a lot, a lot of Irish Liverpool fans is very much seen as as you know adopted Liverpoolians, very same mentality, same outlook on life. And like you say, you know, virtually any any supporter that's ever been to Anfield will have walked past that little corner of the cot by the Albert. And like you say, there, but for the grace of God. Yeah. Um, it, it could have been any of us. So yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, a terrible, terrible thing that happened. But yeah. you know, it, there's not enough words of praise in the world to, to 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 pay to all the people that have come together from this terrible thing that happened and yeah. tried to make something good out of no, it. It's been and it's yeah. very heartwarming to see. Yeah, being heartwarming, it's inspiring, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it is. yeah. And you know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully they'll get a decent gate tomorrow. I think the ticket sales have gone pretty well. I think they're mm. hopefully expecting a walk up as well of people turning up. So. Yeah, you know, hopefully the game goes off and we you know, we have a good game. And Where's it actually at? It's at uh, the Aviva, the Aviva yeah. Stadium. Because yeah. I think the, I've read up somewhere that the last time, the only time that ground's been sold out for a game of football was when Liverpool played Celtic. The other yeah, year. yeah, yeah. I went to that yeah, one as yeah. well, which was, hmm. that was an eye-opener because I couldn't believe how many Liverpool fans were there compared yeah. to Celtic compared fans. To Celtic, yeah, I yeah. them by about yeah. seven or eight to one. Hmm. Couldn't believe and, it. So, and John, what... What have you got, have you got this weekend? I'm I'm behind the couch watching it from behind the couch. Acklington <laughs> <laughs> against Walsall. Um, yeah. we've, we've got to win. You know we've been on a horrendous run. 
yeah. not being playing particularly badly. You know, we lost to Rochdale during the weekend, which just showed you that yeah. that farcical decision. But we um, we we are, we're having no luck. We dominated the game on Tuesday and lost one 0 and we've got to get back to winning ways. It's a, a team that's below us, and yeah, as I said, I will be watching it from behind the couch. Yeah, all right. Good luck for that, Jeez. John, and uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you, and giving you the um, words of wisdom. Uh, thanks to Keith Colvin no. as well, and our very own Dan Kay. Uh, nice one, Pete. So it's be yeah. Hopefully, we see you in a couple of weeks, and hopefully, we'll be nearer the title. Thank you, Ale La Rouge. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.